to the UK, Matt Dathan is Home Affairs Editor at The Times. Hi, Matt. Hello, good morning. A big speech for Rishi Sunak at the moment. What was the setting? Yeah, it was the Conservative Party conference in Manchester, the annual uh, conference. Um, uh, it was his first, actually, conference as leader, uh, given all the tumultuous changes we've had over here in the UK on uh, from his prime ministers. And, um, well, it could be uh, his last um his last one as well, because um, we all expect a general election sort of this time next year, around about this time next year. And so there are big questions over whether there would, will be conferences next year. Uh, it was a really big moment, actually, for Rishi Sunak, um, t- because he trails in the polls so but so far behind Keir Starmer and the Labour Party. Um, the, the polls differ, obviously, between sort of 20 points and 10 points behind. Um, and with just a year to go, and after 13 years in power, Rishi Sunak really uh, needs to try and uh, do something more radical, not just with um, policy, but also the sort of future direction of the party. And today was him very much sort of, I guess, um, I think shifting the party uh, to the right in a way that maybe a lot of people didn't really expect him to, and, and sort of confirmed uh, himself as uh, as as a sort of uh, a bit more of a revolutionary, I guess, than, than people sort of gave him um, credit for. Uh, what was really interesting is he, I think he's, he's made a big gamble. He, he's basically pitching himself as a change candidate, which is obviously going to be very hard uh, as someone who is a member of a party that's been in power for 13 years. Not only that, but also a, chan- a former chancellor of previous governments. Um, and he was basically saying this country needs fundamental change. Uh, there's been too many vested interests for too long. P- the public are, are tired with the Westminster. There's an exhaustion with politics and he shares that frustration, but he was basically laying out or trying to lay out his vision for how uh, he as Prime Minister could change that in the future. Is there he, was, is uh, he was setting quite himself a up as a man of the people, well. Matt? Well, yeah, I guess, I guess every politician try, tries to do it in their own right, don't they? Boris Johnson tried this big kind of, uh, this big manoeuvre as well, didn't he, back in 2019 by pitching himself as very different from David Cameron and Theresa May. Uh, and we're now seeing it with Rishi Sunak. It, it's, it's, it's a very interesting speech today, um, but uh, I, I'm not sure whether it will shift the dial in the polls enough for, for, for what they hope, were hoping for. What has happened uh, with big pr- uh, transport projects? This follows the scrapping of a, of a major high-speed rail link. What's the Prime Minister saying about both? Yes, yeah, so, so this was a big story that ran all week, really. The, the high-speed rail, uh, HS2, as we call it here, um, from running from London uh, to Manchester um, via Birmingham. The first leg from London to Birmingham uh, will remain in place. They've already started building it, uh, but he scrapped the second leg from Birmingham to Manchester. uh, And and that has been a massively controversial and very divisive issue within the Conservative Party. Uh, And uh, made even more so by the fact that he was announcing in Manchester, of all places, that he was scrapping uh, the second leg from Birmingham to Manchester uh, and this is this is uh, well triggered a lot of accusations that he's given up giving up on the north, giving up on levelling up. Uh, but his reasons for uh, his reasons for scrapping it was that the money and the budget has just run out of control. It's of almost three times its budget of it's now about hundred going to cost about hundred billion pounds. It's not going to it wouldn't have been built for another uh, twenty or so years in terms of finishing the whole line. Um, but it, what was all very interesting is, is what, in his in his justification for taking that decision, uh, he uh, is he is very much criticising all of his predecessors in Number Ten who've had responsibility for first of all 
um, initiating this massive but uh, this massive infrastructure project um but also continuing with it um he, he said that it would be um that um that there's nothing ambitious about simply pouring more and more money into the wrong project and nothing long term about ignoring your real infrastructure needs uh, and he says that would be an absurd reason to continue an abdication of leadership uh, by just continuing because you've spent so much money on it and that was he didn't name them but that was a direct criticism of Theresa May Boris Johnson and David Cameron uh, before him and that is a really interesting shift and it shows you where he's going as I said he's pitching himself as a change candidate but he's also um, he's also basically eliminating the, the 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 power or the ability for him to defend or use the credit uh, use the Conservative government some of its achievements over the last last 13 years running running up to the election he can't now sort of defend the Conservative record because the Labour would say, "Well, hang on a minute. You, you, you've you've accused your predecessors of an abdication of leadership." So it, it was really interesting political speech today. Now, Suella Braverman, she's in the media a lot, <laughs> uh, and <laughs> often for what she says. But what's she doing to upset her colleagues so much at the moment? A lot, a lot. Uh, he, she's very much pleasing the right wing of the party. Um, She's uh, so last week she made a massive speech on on immigration and about how we need to reform the the global rules on uh, governing refugees. Uh, and in that speech, she she made some quite controversial comments about how um, you know you, it's so easy now to claim refu- refugee status that you just need to prove, or do you just need to claim you fear discrimination on the basis of being gay? And that really upset a lot of the uh, conservative MPs. Uh, in, in fact, a lot of gay Tory MPs complained to the chief whip about her comments. Um, but she, instead of sort of um, t- d- toning down her rhetoric, she she went into a conservative conference and so, and sort of completely doubled down, um, and and she sort of attacked her colleagues, uh, uh, her colleagues, but also those high-profile critics of her, like Elton John, for example, came out and very much attacked her over those comments about about gay gay refugees uh, and said that uh, they are an example of an elite that doesn't uh, that, that 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 doesn't represent Britain, etc. And, and and so then she went and did this big speech at the Conservative Party conference. Um, and she used quite um, evocative language about migration. She she described, uh, she said that there's uh, there'll be a hurricane of uh, millions of migrants. She said uh, coming towards Britain if we don't take radical action to to toughen our borders. Um, uh, but also just like Rishi Sunak, she she, she was also very critical of of the uh, consecutive Conservative government over the last thirteen years for failing to tackle this issue of illegal migration. And she said it's because uh, too many. Of, uh, predecessors and prime ministers, conservative prime ministers, uh, didn't want to tackle the issue of illegal migration for fear of being uh, smeared as racist. And she is saying, look, I'm taking these tough decisions. I don't care what abuse uh, or, or accusations you throw out at me. Um, I'm taking those tough decisions that we need to do to secure our borders. Uh, so that, again, very, uh, very radical speech from Sean Robin. What happened in another instance where the press regulators made a ruling? Oh, but, uh, uh, sorry, what was that? Sorry? What's happened in another case where the press regulators made a ruling? Was this something else, that she, another claim that she'd made? It's, it's a mail, it's the uh, Mail on pre- Sunday case. Oh, I'm sorry. I I'm may not, have confused you. Sorry. sorry. No, no, no. It's the Independent Press Standards Authority, apparently, has instructed the Mail mm. on Sunday to publish a correction to an opinion piece that she wrote back in April. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, is, yes, that's right, Um she made some claims about grooming gangs, and uh, in in the UK for, for the last sort of fifteen to twenty years, um, there's been a real problem with um, with gangs uh, and uh, of, of mainly uh, ethnic Pakistani um, 
origin, and she was basically uh, claiming back in April uh, that there that there was a, an ethnic uh, reason behind uh, why men um, sort of groom young women, um, and the um, press regulator uh, has come down hard and said, "Well, there's no evidence of that." Um, that, that yes, there's 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 been a lot of been a lot of problems with um, Pakistani. Uh, gangs, but that, that's not necessarily an ethnic reason to it. So, and, and actually, in her speech yesterday, she did refer to the group to, to the grooming gangs again. So she she she's not someone to sort of lie down and sort of sit and put her hands up and say, "Yeah, sorry, I got it got it wrong," or She'll "I went too far." She, she will double down. Mm. Uh, now, a Labour conference is looming, and what's the mood going to be like there? Yes, yeah, we, we've just um, started to recover from the Conservative Party conference, and we're looking forward to Liverpool next week and. Uh, what we're expecting there is um, that they're going to be very tightly disciplined because they know that with a year to go, things can very much easily unravel. And 2015, Ed Miliband was in a fairly similar position. He was ahead in the polls. Um, that, that a lot of people expected him to win a majority. And of course, the opposite happened. And David Cameron, the Conservatives, won a surprise majority. Um, so there's a, there's a real caution about Labour. They, they really don't want to be complacent. They don't want to be accused by... Uh, the Conservative Party of being irresponsible with money. So they're not announcing any policy that isn't fully costed. And that discipline next week is going to be very close to watch. But they will have to make some big announcements to steal those headlines back from the Conservatives this week and prove that they're not just a, an alternative and a default of, of votes of people saying, well, we're fed up with the Tories, so we'll just give them a chance. Um, they need to hammer home that they offer a, a real positive alternative. And so far, Keir Starmer doesn't seem to sort of attract that uh, enthusiastic, I guess, back in the, the likes of Boris Johnson and Tony Blair uh, had in the past uh, to win those landslide majorities. Um, what was interesting, actually, from going back to the Conservative Conference was that uh, a, lot of, a lot of cabinet ministers and, and MPs I spoke to were, were um, actually scathing Keir Starmer and think that he's so dull, so boring and too left-wing and not enthusiastic enough that um, they're, quite, they're quietly confident that they can turn things around the next year. However, they said the one person they would fear as leader would be Wes Streeting. Uh, he's, a, he's the health secretary. He's, he's young. Uh, he's, 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 very, um, he's very witty. He's, very, he's quite right wing uh, for the Labour Party. And, and so they were saying, look, we're, we're quite confident we can actually beat Keir Starmer. If it was Wes Streeting, we wouldn't have a chance. But I think the real one to watch is uh, Rachel Reeves as Shadow Chancellor and uh, what she will say on... Uh, on certain things, such as HS2, actually, because, you know, HS2 is a real sim- symbol of, of, of how the Britain uh, will sort of, you know, level up, as Boris Johnson uh, put on the on the critical table, and, and how they're going to connect, um, you know, these left-behind towns in the north with the, with the booming sort of London and the south, uh, but also uh, what she's going to say on uh, on Labour's attitude to tax, which is the biggest tax burden in, in, in history in, in, since the Second World War in the UK, and whether she will offer... Uh, how how she will offer to, to reduce the burden cost of living. So I think um, the on the economy will be a very thing, a very big thing to watch next week. Thank you, Matt. Matt Dathan in the UK. Matt is with the Times, where he's Home Affairs editor.